All right, we are live. And uh, today I want to talk about how a uh, low carb diet affects sleep. And I want to get some traction and help some people. There are questions, there's uh, issues. So um, I'll give it a couple of minutes because last time I did live, it didn't show me for a minute. So I'll wait that minute and then I will start talking about this. As I said, uh, today we're going to talk about uh, how low carb diet affects sleep. And I really want to help uh, people who are going and uh, starting working with us or are working by themselves and uh, depriving themselves of carbs and now they don't sleep well. And what's going on then? People say, oh, like, now I don't sleep. What's like, it's, it's an issue. And uh, in fact, when you stop sleeping on low-carb diet, it's kind of a blessing. So let's dive into this. Right, I see already uh, I have three people uh, live, so that is awesome. And uh, I'm happy to answer any questions. All right, so let's go. Now, you started uh, eating low-carb. And suddenly, after a couple of days, you cannot fall asleep, or you have uh, thoughts running, or you wake up in the middle of the night and you are ready to go, and uh, maybe not so tired, but it's, it is the middle of the night and your mind is racing. All right, so what's going on? Essentially, what is going on when you eat a carbohydrate-based diet is this right uh, everyone knows that when you have some sugar you have some energy bump then sugar crushes insulin comes take sugar away whatever and then you're feeling more on the tired side and more of uh fatigue then you you know have some more sugar or like let's say you eat a piece of bread you eat uh ice cream uh you eat some pasta after 30 minutes you're energized again you can see it with kids a lot especially the overload on sugar. And then uh, once the sugar crashes, once again, you want to sleep. So, uh, or you get tired, right? Middle of the day, uh, we have that thing that's called post-lunch deep syndrome, where uh, you have your lunch and then you want to sleep. And some people can't even work, right? And this is why Europeans, like Spanish and, and such, they have something called siesta, because for ages it's been like this and, you know, you simply cannot perform. You had some food, now you're sleepy, you need to rest. Otherwise, you just don't perform. You will sleep on your keyboard. If you're working in the office, if you're doing something um, physical, then it's even more of a problem. And, uh, you know, if you're driving, that's, that's a big problem because you're literally falling asleep. So uh, what we're experiencing is essentially a sugar crush. Now, what happens when it's evening and you had a large meal and it's time to sleep soon, right? So you, you're eating, big dinner, nice. Then you had a lot of sugar, you had some bread, you had some, you know, uh, maybe pasta, maybe anything else, rice, you had sushi, whatever, and then you have dessert. And then you want to sleep, right? And again, it doesn't have to be anything sweet because you have sugar and it crashes. And then you're tired. So when it's uh, coming in conjunction with evening time, what happens is, well, it was really good because now your sugar crashes, you are tired, and you can fall asleep safely, 
right? So essentially, you're not falling asleep because your mind, your body want to sleep. You're falling asleep because your energy source was killed, right? Now, why are we staying asleep? Because while you're staying asleep, you're not eating. So your sugar went down and you're not supplementing anymore, right? If it was middle of the day, you would eat something more and your energy would be going up. Now, it doesn't happen, so you're low on energy and you keep on sleeping. And now, because there's alarm clock uh, or someone woke you up, it's time to go and uh, you know work or take kids in somewhere, you wake up and you are tired. You are not energized. You don't want to get out of bed. Why is that, right? You slept like seven, eight hours. What's going on? What's going on is exactly the same thing, right? You were low on sugar. You're low on energy. Throughout the night, nothing has happened. You didn't feed yourself. You didn't supplement any extra energy. So now when you wake up, it's not a natural wake up. It's like, okay, they keep me in the butt. I need to get up. But you are low on energy. And this is why some people, you know, they can't even move around until they eat something all right and you know not everyone is like this but most everyone doesn't get up energized while eating a carbohydrate diet all right so i hope that makes sense so far if it doesn't feel free to comment uh, feel free to ask questions let me see if there's any messages through text no okay so we'll keep on moving now what happens when you deprive yourself of sugar, you switch to ketosis, and you don't eat low carb, uh, sorry, you don't eat carbs anymore? Now, you're cutting yourself that so a source of sugar, and you're switching to a state where your energy is coming from fat constantly. So now, what's going on is that there's no that sugar crush after your dinner, for example, even if you ate late, and you don't want to sleep. And because your energy is going through the roof, you're using ketone energy from your you know own gut right uh, your own fat you keep on running on that fuel and many people will experience energy levels like you can go all night and that happened to me for several years i wasn't you know i would till 12 a.m 1 a.m 2 a.m i would just want to sleep i was energized like hell right and then i would go to sleep and then i would wake up and i couldn't sleep again uh so i had to supplement different pills uh i'm not necessarily going to disclose them uh but um some things help uh, more than others uh from experience and from uh, research i can also say that all those supplements that you take and they knock you out they don't really make you sleep so do not try that at home and i'm going to get into what is safe what should be taken um but let's wait with that so now what's going on right on the on one side you have you're full of energy the energy doesn't stop on the other side you need to sleep because if we don't sleep we are screwed right uh, even if you energize even if you go for three days without sleeping you will be punished for that by nature and uh now how do we get to sleep what happens is that now that you don't have that sugar crush, uh, your hormones do their job, right? We live with hormones, we have different hormones, we also live on the sun cycle. 
So before that, you had sugar, it would make you sleep. And it would take your energy away until you had some more. Now you always have the energy. What is going on, right? So when we wake up naturally in the morning, we get a shot of uh, cortisol, which is a stress hormone. And that's for a good reason. We get the shot. And by the way, when you wake up, our glucose goes up a bit as well so that we can wake up. So we're getting the hit of adrenaline, hit of cortisol, so we can effectively wake up and go. And throughout the day, uh, we have accumulation of certain hormone that is called adenosine. For those who don't know, adenosine is a hormone that is tiredness hormone. It makes us tired. And naturally, throughout the day, as the sun cycle going, we are accumulating uh, enough of adenosine in our brain to make us so tired that we need to sleep, all right? Now, whoever drinks coffee needs to be careful because caffeine does not, in fact, makes us energized. And that's, com uh, you know, very common misconception. What caffeine does is it's blocking uh, adenosine receptors in the brain. And this way, we don't secrete uh, adenosine. And, by, and this makes us less tired during the day. Now, what's dangerous with that is that caffeine has half-life of six hours and quarter-life of 12 hours. So even if you say, oh, I can have, you know, ton of coffee and then I can go to sleep. Yeah, that's right. But your sleep will be screwed, right? Because even if you are sleeping with caffeine in your brain, your deep sleep and your REM sleep will be not good. You will not get enough. It will be mostly light sleep. So no restoration, uh, no uh, memory saving and things like that. Way, way uh, less optimal than uh, drinking decaf, for example. So my suggestion is if you want better sleep, do not drink coffee with caffeine after 9 a.m. Uh, it's very important. Now, Adenosine doesn't do all the job, right? Let's say you are tired and everyone has experienced that you are tired dead and you still can't fall asleep because your uh, thoughts are racing still. And Or you, again, you wake up at night and you are like really, really, really tired. Your eyes are on fire. You are like dead and you still cannot fall asleep because of thoughts. Now, what's going on there, right? Why do we fall asleep, right? Like, we get tired, but we also need to fall asleep. That is the job of hormone that everyone knows about it. It's a melatonin. Now, what's going on with melatonin? Melatonin essentially is not something that most of you know as, you know, I'll take melatonin for sleep. Melatonin does not keep you asleep. Uh, melatonin simply gives your brain a signal that it's time to sleep. Now, if you have enough melatonin in your brain, when if you wake up, it will go and uh, tell your brain to go back to sleep. But if you're taking pills, it will not happen because you took a pill, melatonin did a job, you wake up again, and there's no more melatonin. This is why it's so important for us to be able to create our melatonin constantly when needed by ourselves. And melatonin is uh, exactly like with hormone replacement therapy. The more you take of it, the less you produce. So someone who is going to have, you know, a lot of melatonin, despite all its anti-inflammatory properties, 
uh, right, which are good. But in general, you take more melatonin, you start falling asleep, you wake up, you take more, maybe you're falling asleep more, but then you stop producing it yourself completely. And then when you are getting to the point where you don't have melatonin, you just won't be sleeping, period, right, if you take a lot of that. And that's true for most any hormone replacement therapy. So we need to be very, very careful with melatonin. Now, what do we do to fix that thing, right? Production of melatonin is highly dependent on our level of activity and even more on the light. So our exposure uh, to bright lights in the evening in the house, our exposure to uh, computer screens, to phones, television, uh, any you know fitness things, uh, TV in the bedroom, light in the bedroom, all of that blocks melatonin production. Melatonin is only produced in your brain when it's dark. More specifically, when there's no blue or bright white light. If we see red light, if we see yellow light, that makes melatonin production work even on a, uh, at more elevated levels than with just dark. Uh, and um, sorry, I'm getting dry. Thank you, Anna. What else in cup? If uh, that, ha uh, so sorry, got sidetracked. So, what do we do in order to prevent this? In order for us to prevent this, we want to make sure we are producing melatonin by ourselves. If you produce enough melatonin, you will be super sleepy. You will just go to bed and you will sleep. If you wake up, you will fall asleep again without any issues because your brain has actually generated enough. So how to do that? Now, basic things are just don't have bright lights around the house once it gets dark. And I know it's kind of counterintuitive. Oh, like it got dark outside, so now I want lights. But the moment you do that, right, this is what happens. You go and uh, you look outside and it gets dark. When it gets dark outside, your brain says, okay, it's time to sleep. So it starts creating melatonin. Now you turn the light on and it says, oh, uh, that was a mistake. Now, what do we do? We shut down melatonin production. In order for us to continue creating melatonin in the brain so we can fall asleep normally, we need to have lights that are dimmed. We need to make sure that lights in our rooms are not white, are not blue, are not bright. Um, very yellow light, very red light is uh, acceptable. And I know it's hard because people need to do things in the evening. However, this will work. And if you don't do that, it will not work, right? You will sleep, simply be energized and will be running around the house like a bunny. Now, there are ways to do that, right? Let's say your lights cannot be dimmed. Let's say your lights are LEDs, LEDs that are bright. What do you do? What you can do are several things. Number one, very simple. Everyone has something that is called night shift on their phones. Either, uh, you know, iPhone or um, Android, they all have that function. You turn that on, your screen turns yellow. Uh, with uh, You can schedule that. 
And that's unpleasant in the beginning, but then it also, you get used to it. You, you just don't see it anymore after a couple of days. Now, in my experience, that thing is not very, very useful, but it's better than nothing because they don't make them really, really uh, on point with colors. Now, with computers, uh, it's way easier because you have an app that is called F lux f.lux and i will post the link uh in the comments let's uh first i'll write the name of that then i will post the link but uh when you do that your screen turns into the right color based on your time zone and that app was a game changer for me i have it on windows because as it gets darker, your screen gets more and more yellow and then red, red, red. And that alone causes you just not to be able to sit in front of the computer anymore after an hour or so. It, it just knocks your brain out. You walk to the bedroom, you fall asleep like a baby and, and you sleep. You really sleep. If you wake up at night, you fall up, uh, fall, sorry, fall asleep again. Excellent thing, really good job by developers, and it's amazing. I can't live without it, right? So I have it on my laptop, I have it on my PC, uh, all the screens. Uh, you have settings for Chromebooks and in Windows itself that can make that happen also. It's night shift or light, night light, things like that. But this app, Flux, makes it way, way more efficient. Uh, and uh, Again, it was a game changer for me. Now, remove TV from, from the bedroom or just don't turn it on because that, again, screws your sleep completely. Um, if you're doing this app, if you have an app on your computer, you will not get to TV, that I promise you. And finally, uh, there is another thing that I suggest. Now, let's say you don't use a computer. Uh, Let's say you don't like the phone is not enough and your, your lights are still bright. What do you do, right? Uh, there's a whole uh, industry of uh, glasses makers that produce something that's called blue light blockers. Those are yellow or uh, red glasses that blocks uh, blue spectrum and bright uh, like white spectrum completely. And if you wear those glasses, they literally put you to sleep within a couple of hours. Uh, so my suggestion is, if you can do other things, get yourself a pair and just once it's dark, put them on and wear them. I have blue blocks. They're pretty good. Uh, it's most known company, right? Those are the glasses. Now I don't see any blue. I don't see any, uh, you know, white it all becomes black and red and yellow it's very weird in the beginning um, but after like a couple of minutes you start seeing normally you get used to it and they're very very effective right so again i suggest once it gets dark outside put them on wear them and you'll be great okay uh those things in a nutshell help me to fall asleep very efficiently. Now, there are a couple of other hacks that help. And um, of course, uh, you can do more. I think light is the cr most crucial one. You can also use supplements 
to help with that, like CBD and melatonin strategically. And uh, there is a whole discussion, uh, you know, that we can have about how to do that. Uh, there is also food timing that can be uh, strategically moved to sleep better. And uh, I think that's more, uh, more or less topics that I can cover uh, some other time. But the light is most, most important. If you don't get the light right, nothing else will help, right? Whatever you take, whatever you do, it will not work. So I suggest, guys, get your light right. And then uh, if you still have issues, we can talk about it, all right? Feel free to comment. Feel free to send any questions. I would love, I would love to uh, answer you and continue this discussion. I really appreciate everyone who joined throughout this. I know it was a lengthy one, uh, but I, it was really, really important. Thank you so much, guys, and uh, have a good time wherever you are.